Hello, it is Midnight in Baghdad, episode four, season two. It is, of course, me, your director of comedy, Goldie Metcalf, and I'm joined, as usual, in my studio by... Charlie Naughton. Welcome yeah. along to the show, Charlie. It's great, great to be back. It and, is. Uh, after such a short space of time as well. Indeed. And we have, we have some exciting news for you people out there. <laughs> a former host, a former uh, guest, I suppose, on our show is actually joining the team. Uh, he's going to be the, the third in command. And it is Bruno Bowie. Bruno, welcome along to the show. Thanks, Goldie. It's good to be here. It's, it's absolutely great to have you here. It's, it's, it's a new trinamic, shall we say. You know, um, but Bruno, you were previously on the show uh, as Duffy. Can you can you tell me why you subsequently changed your name to Bowie? Uh, just the negative connotations of the name Duffy. You know, um, you know the Welsh singer. Your man, and your man Shane. Your man Shane just fucked that. Like you know what I mean? I just couldn't be having that. Since so. we're on the show, one minute and point <laughs> already. So, Here we go. You know, with Shane, I just I, f- I figured I couldn't live in that shadow. Okay. Um, Bowie's dead, so you want to basically bring him back to life. In... Well, we're, we're, we're just a revival. It's would you feel, revival. would you see yourself as a reincarnation of David? <laughs> I just see <laughs> I see myself as as Bowie two point That's you know that's, that's pretty that's pretty cool. Right, yeah. And of course, um, <clears throat> Bruno, you've done a lot of stuff in in your life here on the planet. Uh, you were obviously uh, the provincial Leinster champion. Uh, in badminton um and you were on the pga tour and uh tell yeah. us tell us a little bit more about what you've actually done i was, I was on the pga tour as a ball cleaner yeah yes that's right yeah yeah, yeah. but still it's it is a claim that, that a lot of people wouldn't have it's, and, and it's, yeah. you know and, and i think you've constantly surprised us with uh your life's adventures and we thought a better person to be on our show give us insight what do you think charlie yeah i think it's great to have you on and uh, i want to see you pulling us up on any any areas where we go wrong and yeah. you got to add something to the show make, no, make it but we're going to jump right in anyway we surely are no more messing so as you know the format of the show just to to remind you david is um maybe <laughs> it's, bruno. It's bruno bruno and <laughs> um, maybe so goalies you're going to tell us some crazy things that have happened that you've caught up with during the week <laughs> correct correct uh so do you want me to start okay just keeping with the, we started obviously last week with uh, the world cup theme and what well, i don't want to get into results and all that kind of stuff uh, one one thing did strike me uh, from our friends from the star uh, it's okay to bonk before match reads the, the headline and it's basically saying you know the whole thing if you're going to play a sport if you're going to be in a boxing fight or whatever you shouldn't make love or have sex the day before um the day before yeah <laughs> exactly does that sound like too long a time for you or something <laughs> i thought it was like the day of right okay go no on. no the day before like you're supposed to build all that testosterone you'd be familiar with this i'm sure you know you, you gotta be match ready that, was, the, that was when i was playing yeah that was the that was the standard but yeah and I, that, and i'd that be was, shocked now to find out they were lying to me all those years well uh, they have been unfortunately uh the, the idea that sex before competition is bad dates back to Roman times. So particularly, you'd probably be thinking of gladiators or something like that. Um, but apparently now, the new website called Frontiers of Psychology has come up with an opposite view to the belief. And they say uh, there's nothing really to back this claim up. Uh, no science behind it. They're saying that they're presenting evidence to suggest that there's actually no difference whatsoever in the body right yeah so it's not going to like 
but there'll be an obviously you. a mental difference. It's not going to benefit it? you, but it's also not going to impede you. Yeah. So if if people want to have sex the night before a fight or a match or whatever, they should be able to do it. Only if they to keep us consent to be consent. <laughs> well, obviously, obviously, we consent. Or or a, or a guys, you know, or guys, you know, yeah. We're in that yeah. world yeah. now, so. Where, where women do sport. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's that's it. Crazy. The, the, the age Run of the woman, as we said last week. I would week. have thought, though, <coughs> there would be a benefit to not having had sex before a match because you'd be a bit more, even if it's just mental, you'd be a bit more psyched up or aggressive or eager yeah, to win yeah. the match. And that's yeah. it, because the testosterone is still in testone. your system. <laughs> testone. Testone. is still in your system at that particular point. That's the whole philosophy that you're, you know, you, you have this But don't you start creating testosterone early straight away as well? You do. The minute you lose it. Yeah, like you could, an hour later, you're getting serious amounts out as well. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So it's, and there'd be sperm if you came an hour later. Exactly. So I think it, it, this is... <laughs> in the middle. So yeah, Charlie, you advocating then that like the longer you go without it before a game, the better you'll be at it like that. Yeah, I would way. say the more like aggressive, you'd be more, more frustrated, more angry, more determined than anything. Yeah. Like a bull. Right. So then we're talking about specific sports then. Because if you're going, am I trying to play snooker after two months of no sex? <laughs> 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 it's like the green ball and end up in your man's face. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. And, and, and tell us about your days of playing snooker. What level did you reach, Bruno? Uh, you know... You know, just just in the local club, you know, it was it was it was more my come down, you know, after after a <laughs> sex. game, after, <laughs> sex, after yeah. sex, yeah. But no, you you play your badminton and then you like the the, the snooker focus you afterwards. You know, I mean, it's it's a it's a nice relaxing thing. Yeah, no, I get that. That's that's good. And what was your handicap? Yeah, uh, I started on 147. <laughs> <laughs> but have you ever actually got a 147? I've never gotten a one four seven. No, I, I was too. Frustrated. I was too frustrated. I know. I, you know, I couldn't go that. I, I couldn't concentrate that long. I guess. Can I okay. ask you, Bruno, if you're saying you played badminton and then you played snooker afterwards, so would mm. sex be yes or no to that? Because you want to be aggressive for badminton. You do, um, but I think you know it's you, you get you get a lot of aggression out, and uh, you pay a bit, your <clears> bit of snookers calms you down, uh, which which then allows you to that time then to resurge and then. You know, all the it gives you, you the balance. It brings you yeah. back. So is yeah. that a yes or no to the sex? Oh, yes to the sex. You know, I mean, it's, 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 but it, like sex, I think that goes in, 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 the, in, the, in the right order. Yes in the, the right order, it's great. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's good. That's great. So that's an interesting. There's no real signs for them to back it up, is there? Are you not going to find that in Star? I suppose. Uh, well, no, this is a website you just need to go check out. Uh, Frontiers of Technology. The, the, uh, one of the conclusions was the sexual sphere is individual, and in this context, athletes should likely feel free to live their sexual activity in complete freedom. So it's basically saying it's okay. It's not going to do any damage. It's not going to do you any good. Yeah, Just be happy. So what are they saying? Athletes should feel free to... To have sex before a game or a match or an event, whatever their chosen sport is. Or Pistorius or whatever. Didn't work out so well for him. It surely didn't. That was aggressive. It surely didn't. And speaking of not turning out so well for, for him, uh, our friends from the star again brought us uh, an article. <clears throat> I don't know if you've seen this, guys. Uh, wife cuts off penis of hubby. Bloody revenge for cheating. Have you seen this? Is no. this like 20 years ago? Yeah, there's, there's been Bobbitt? a few of these, to be fair. It's, it's very similar to the Lorraine Bobbitt uh, case. Absolutely, yeah. it is. Um but what, what kind of got me a little bit about this is a jealous wife hacked off her husband's penis with a kitchen knife while he slept after she found out he was cheating. 
she told Thai police she waited until husband had fallen asleep, then aroused him before slashing his organ with a 12-inch long carving knife. Uh, and then she Jesus. hurled it, she took it down and threw it out the window, which obviously resulted in people being late finding it. And at the end of the day, he, it couldn't be reattached. It, it had, the cells had died or whatever, so he's without a penis right. at the minute. Uh, but what I want to get to is, it's an awful situation for anyone. Obviously, was she justified in it? But secondly, is it a bit strange that she got him aroused? She got him aroused. Yeah, I was just thinking that. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, she's probably thinking it's going to be easier to cut. Or, but how did he get aroused? How did he get aroused without kind of waking up or kind of starting to come to? And could she have actually just done it in one slice? There's no way. She must have been at it for a couple of seconds. Surely he would have been waking up to stop her. What type of knife was it? A 12 inch kitchen knife. That's nasty stuff. Is is she arrested for that? Oh, she's arrested. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, She says, You know why they're not reattaching that cock? (laughs) Because it's going on to someone else. Well, there you go. But he said, She said, This is what his wife said. I found out he was secretly going with another woman. This made me very angry. I was full of anger and couldn't relax. I was so angry inside. I planned to do this. I aroused him in the morning while he was absent minded, then used the knife to cut off his penis. I threw it out of the window. And he'll never be able to use it again. Like, that's well, just phenomenal. Do we know the penis? <laughs> well, the, the, the boat, I would imagine, because yeah. the memories of obviously that going out the window would be horrific. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Every time he closes the window, especially with one of those pull down windows, yeah. if he's standing miles away from <laughs> But, like, it's just an unfortunate event. And so is she justified? Kind of is, isn't she? So, she, what crime is she guilty of? Grievous body. Bodily harm, yeah. Yeah, you'd have to think so, yeah. So he was cheating on her. I'd love to know how she found that out. And then, is she justified? I think she is. Yeah. Um, she is. It's a, it's a bit extreme. It's very extreme to cheat um, on your wife. Yeah, but it's... Ex- no, it's... Yeah, <laughs> but is, is it not too extreme as a punishment? Like, you know... Uh, well, if you were to take it, for an example, if, like, if this is a, a paedophile case, let's say, Yes, and it was an adult <laughs> male with a young baby, and he was caught. Would you advocate cutting <coughs> his penis? Well, yes, probably, but the was the the, the child isn't. Uh, that's a different. That's a separate crime again. An affair on top child, of that, was he? The, at least you would you would hope <laughs> to think that the person that he was having sex with was uh, it was consensual. So it was consensual sex on a level. So it was. Yeah. So it wasn't. It wasn't rape. It wasn't rape. It wasn't. It, you know. It wasn't yeah. like, even in a rape case. You might. Have it was more of a grooming. More, it, it, more of a grooming. I'm talking about the adultery here, not the not the. the oh, I thought you meant. So he was an adult. Yeah. Like it would. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. <laughs> It's 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 a lot. It's a it's. I think it's a much more grievous crime to be but involved. You, yes, but what you're actually saying but, here is that you you think that punishment is appropriate for a certain type of crime. Yeah, but you just think cheating on your not wife. For this one. It's not, it's it's like it's not serious enough to warrant that. But sure, you can see where she's coming from. The, oh, she's cutting off yeah. the member that that he would have used if he left her. <laughs> And went off with the other woman. She's she's kind of stopping that from happening, or she's making a kind of symbolic gesture there. I'd imagine the authorities would have a lot of sympathy for her. You know, how long would she spend in jail? Would she get a suspended sentence? I, I, I assume she's going to do some time, mm. or possibly be stoned to death or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but well, I, I think it's a 
I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> they reattached his penis. They did. Right? They managed yeah. to get it back on, I think, yeah. But it's just a crazy situation, and I just don't understand how he wasn't able to wake up in time to at least stop the complete severation uh, of, of yeah. his That's penis. Yeah, it sounds very strange. Yeah, it, yeah. it is an unusual one. It does. Um, yeah, so there we go. It's interesting you're talking about rape there. One of the articles here that um, <clears throat> has come up in the Star, actually, instead of the Sun this week for me, was... A teenage girl. Had they sold out before he got to the shop or something? <laughs> no, just for a change. I got the star. Okay. A teenage girl claimed she was raped by a schoolmate two years ago, texted her friend, help, help, please, during the alleged incident. Right? So this girl texted, help me, while she was being raped. And that struck me as, as very odd. Like, imagine if you're raping someone, right? So let's say you're on a bus. You follow the girl. <laughs> you attack her. The, the standard story. <laughs> yeah. How how ninety nine or twenty percent of rapes happen, and while while this guy is raping the girl, she gets her phone out and starts texting. It's it's a little bit insulting, I think, to the rape <laughs> to the yeah. rapist. Are you saying that she was like disinterested in the whole thing? Yeah, you know? that she this was, is not a real. It's a yeah, serious it's, rape. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> lads, you know, exactly, you have yeah. no idea what a rape is like. Yeah, is that, yeah she needs to maybe needs to maybe that's more respect for the for the situation. Maybe that's, that's a good mechanism. You know, if he feels inadequate in his in his raping ability, maybe he'd stop. Do you not think he would have asked her? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I think you're missing the point here. I understand what you're saying, but like, I think the thing you're being ignorant with here is that rape <laughs> takes place in all very many different ways and formats. And there are your stereotypical. You're thinking of when Catherine is a Cathy, Cathy uh, Beale got raped. Did she get raped in the calf? I think she did. It was it was this plot line in some book and so funny. Right, right, okay, right. I was thinking, I don't know who this person <laughs> no, is. Like a friend of mine who told Goldie she got raped. Gold, Goldie's lost it again. But um, no, like you, you imagine the violent rape, don't you? And the struggle and the scraping and whatever else, yeah. and the screaming. That's that's your stereotypical way of thinking. Not all rapes happen, actually happen like that. And maybe she would have had a chop, an opportunity to, to to send a text. I'm sure you've found opportunities while having sex to take photographs. Yes, okay, but, but tell me the scenario you imagine in which someone is being raped, in which she has an opportunity to take her phone out, and the rapist isn't going to take the phone off her. I don't, I'd, I'd hate to speculate on something like that, but I think it was just wrong for you to think that. Well, it strikes me as quite unusual. What do you, what do you think, Bruno? If you I, got a text as well off your friend, help me, I'm being raped, you'd think it's a prank. It doesn't, yeah, I wouldn't know to take it seriously. Uh, I, you wouldn't because you, you, I don't understand a situation as Goldia said in in which you'd end up getting the opportunity, yeah. or where you're not putting that effort into you know <laughs> being raped in, in, into getting away. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah, but that, so that, that, that's waste. That, been better that's spent trying to <laughs> trying to fight him off or. Get yeah, away. but some people react differently, and I think she didn't you know, even give her like all. All she says is "help, help, please." I don't know what to do. She didn't even give her location, so how can she be helped? It just strikes she's me probably quite thought odd. That her phone could it, be quite odd or something. People um, are ignorant to possibilities. What was the outcome anyway? Did she survive so the incident? She survived. The court heard that the girl walked back to the takeaway with the accused after the alleged assault. The trial continues. Where did I, this happen? Um. In the Central Kim- Criminal Court. Yeah, but where did you let rape <laughs> Donegal, of course. In Donegal? Right. Yeah. So I would imagine this will go quite bad against the girl, the fact that this commit that she's had the 
chance to to text. If I was on the jury, I'd be thinking these two things. The fact she walked back with the guy to to the well, table, you see, and and that's what I'm you, not. I'm you, not you need condoning. To, you need to right. establish the I'm, facts. Is what you're saying, and I think us sitting here, we don't have the facts, and I think it's wrong for you to assume and make judgments. That jury would make a balanced decision based on everything presented to them, right? Of which this is one thing which which we're going to comment on. And what was the verdict? The trial continues, so okay. we have to get yeah. started next week and find out. <laughs> um, no, that's fair enough. That's but fair yeah, enough. but it's it's but quite it's funny, unusual, isn't it? We're we're actually following a theme tonight. Um, I think maybe that's just the way the news was over the last couple of sex. weeks. Because, yeah, sex rap teacher. Sex rap? Yeah, <laughs> like R-A-P. Uh, a teacher accused of sexually assaulting a girl in his primary school tried to hypnotize others as young as eight to obey him, police said. One of the pupils, uh, who's 39... <laughs> 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 this one, those schools where they keep you back if you don't pass. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry, I read that wrong. <laughs> one of the pupils said, "James, who is thirty-nine, made her repeat, I will obey you, master.' As he swung a necklace in front of her, uh, they told you the elementary school students in Pennsylvania <laughs> like he was trying to hypnotize her by swinging that, that it was all part of the school plan. That's what was that. That's what it was defense. Hypnotize the kids. Hypno- uh, like then for sexually them. assaulting the girl and hypnotizing them to obey him and stuff like that. That's crazy <laughs> stuff. Imagine, like, they'll obviously get the principal of that school up on the trial. And imagine the principal is saying, sorry, we can't discuss internal policies here. It's private. Like, it's crazy. It's mental. It, uh, I, I just don't understand it. He'd obviously have to, at some stage, go up. The principal, at some stage, would have to go up there and defend the school co- conduct code as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if if that's on if that's on there in the code as he says it is, you know, is that something that should be removed? Like, you know, it's, well, that's, it's that's the main question. Yeah. Like, whatever, like, is it okay to hypnotize our kids, but just not to abuse that position? Like, if you hypnotize, well, sorry, it was allowed that you're allowed to hypnotize them. That was on the school policy. Yeah, not to sexually abuse <laughs> okay. them. Obviously. Yeah, right. That's what I was trying you to know, clarify. He took advantage. So it's of that. not to allow them to be hypnotized and then raped, which is in our school. If you send your kid to our school, is it yeah, a no, good chance? We'll hypnotize them, and they'll actually remember everything we tell them. So that's part of the official policy. Okay, possibly that's what he's saying. The defense is very, very interesting call. Yeah. Either way, he still abused that that yeah. idea of hypnosis. That's like a hypnotist uh, sexually assaulting someone. I've often wondered that about Darren Brown or. Yeah, that's exactly what I know. You get away with that. Or you sexually assaulting a hypnotist. (laughs) Like, (laughs) it would be, though, in a reverse way. It would be, I think. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. The idea of hypnosis is, I I think, that you can't be made to do something that you don't want to do. Am I I correct? Oh, you're made to do something you don't want to do. You can do. You can do. Or maybe, maybe you're willing to do. You, you, I think it's yeah. I think it's like that. You, it's like maybe. Have you ever been hypnotized, Bruno? I haven't. Wow. We need to start a list. Yeah, uh, they There's attempted something to. that Bruno they, hasn't no, done. No, no, they attempted. Oh no, oh, no, sorry, yeah, I've been hypnotized. Oh no, there is a story. No, no, okay. they, 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 they didn't attempt, want to be beaten. They attempted on that to. One there, they attempted but... to, but it, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't take for me. And where was this? Fuck, they said that because <laughs> you know I'm always misunderstanding people, so maybe I would have raped it. But you know, you can never say like. <laughs> yeah, I misunderstood him, you know, and all of a sudden, you know. And was this like on a holiday resort or something, or what was it? It was in the, it, it was in, uh, yeah, it w- well, no, it wasn't the holidays resort, it was in Dublin. Okay. 
So I was I was <laughs> away. Resort for something. <clears throat> yeah, I was away. I was I was I was away and I was away in Dublin and uh, I was in this place. It was it used to be the Garda Club. Okay. And uh, and yeah, we they stood up. You know, they they had us perform certain like things to test if we could be hypnotized. And uh, the initial thing where you lock your hands together or something like that, and um, I couldn't unlock my hands. To it was just hard yeah. or whatever uh so they brought us up and then they done further tests and but i i didn't go on i didn't go under hypnotic so you were hypnotic. you were you were kind of uh you know you, there was a mild vulnerability there with the locking of the hands but by the time you go up to the stage you probably thought like i'm just gonna say fuck you do you know what i mean it's like yeah. you know i'm gonna show you because you're a bit of a skeptic aren't you you're i'm very you're skeptical, skeptical yeah. of hypnosis i'm skeptical of everything of everything yeah yeah, you I were mean, dying to be hypnotized by Keith Barry at that time. Yeah. <laughs> well, it wasn't actually by Keith Barry. What? Who was then? Did I get hypnotized by Keith? No, Barry? you were dying to. Remember, you were trying to be the time we went to see him. I don't. Yeah, we went to see Keith Barry by But I, I was obviously hypnotized <laughs> on years before and holidays and stuff like that. Same same was, me, yeah, yeah same and you have same. a video of it. We possibly do. We possibly do. Possibly. When I went leg. to, I saw Darren Brown there about a month ago. Um, and he was doing the hypnosis routine in the second part of the show. And I don't know if you've ever seen him. <clears throat> he shows you a video first. And then after the video, he says, I'm going to do nothing. I'm going to sit here. And as long as it takes, after a while, though, after watching the video, a number of you in the audience will feel a compelling urge to stand up. And if you don't stand up, you'll feel that you won't be able to breathe until you do stand up. Um, which I suppose is similar to the interlocking hands thing. And then he said, now, I have to say that before I hypnotize you and get you up on stage, as I'll be getting two of you up on stage, um, I have to say that a week ago, <clears throat> uh, because I'll be asking questions, and when you're hypnotized, your guard is down, and you reveal stuff that you don't want to be revealed. So if you do not want any, if you have a secret, if you're having an affair, you gave the example of, because he said, up on stage, someone revealed that they were cheating on their partner. So uh, he was giving anyone a warning don't don't watch yeah, the not, video. Yeah, but that's part of the show. Part too. of it, of course but, yeah, it is. Of yeah, course, but it's it brilliant. Yeah, but, it, um, it draws you, said, you in. Doesn't yeah, it? don't watch. Don't watch the video if you don't want to sit there. How many people left the room? All, all the men <laughs> were looking up at the ceiling. I only know because I was looking up at the ceiling as well. But um, yeah, it worked because you could see that five or six people stood up, but one of them anyway. She didn't get her down, but she was up on the balcony, and he said, um, "Jump." <laughs> 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 sorry go on what did he say he told her she was a radiographer and she said geez she couldn't believe it she was totally shocked and then at the end of the show uh, he read out a list of stuff he was he had written down and had in a box from the start of the show and one of them was that someone will believe they're a radiographer so obviously that girl wasn't even a radiographer you just found like you're skeptical about hypnosis but <laughs> but, but what if there's a possibility that it just didn't work, like because there's always going to be a percentage of people it doesn't work on. But he he oh, said yeah. that the majority, and he hoped somebody like he kind of like said it'll either his options were it'll either work, it won't work, or there's a slight chance that it won't work. But the person actually will be a radiographer. <laughs> I suppose is that what, odds. You know, he, was he getting, did predict he the auto numbers, didn't he? As well, so he must be a gambler. Well, there you go. But he he had the house. Well, only six or only six or seven people sat up. But you're saying that he had the, he had like, this what, list of stuff. He had this list of stuff there. Written and, down at the start. Right. And he said somebody's going to believe they're a radiographer. Yeah. Well, that's his act. He's going to know what he's going to do in his act, isn't he? But that's, but that's what yeah. I'm saying. He so somehow... You reckon she's a plant. She's not a... No, no, no. Not that she's a plant. But that she's not a radiographer. But he... 
he made her believe that. Yeah. Like at the start of the show. Yeah, but that's not a prediction. That's just a show, isn't it? Yeah. But at the start of the show, he got people to write down um, famous people that came into their head, right? And he he got a couple of them. And this was random. He throws a Frisbee into the stage. And one of the the names that one of the guys wrote down and one of the girls wrote down was Jason Sudokas, right? An actor. Famous for his puzzles. Is he? I don't know. I heard it. But like Darren Brown was going to draw one of them, like paint one of them. Um, and he, he said, who do, who's Jason Sudokes? Anyone know who this guy is? I don't know who he is or whatever. And then at the end of the show, there was a video. He played a video that Jason Sudokes had recorded that Darren Brown had written a song in advance. So again, he'd been getting people to write down Jason Sudokes without even realizing. So I don't know how he does it. I, I would definitely 100%. Yeah, no, there's definitely ways to control. But like, not everyone can. To prompt, I yeah. think, the mind. Without, there there without is ways to, to yeah. do that. What, I can't remember the word to use. But I think, I think you'd have to be willing to do the stuff that's being asked. I think there's a, there's a natural defense. Yeah, no, there, there is. Yeah, there will yeah. be for, for skeptics and, and, and people, scientists, I suppose. Um, Nevertheless, it's a, it's a great skill. Yeah, no, absolutely, it is. Uh, speaking uh, yeah, so, speaking so, of sexual assault. Before you go on, Charlie... You obviously performed in that show, um, and I believe you went recently to an audition for a part. Is that correct, Bruno? I didn't. You didn't in the end? I didn't in the end. Why? It would have required too much uh, time off work. Okay. And you've got to follow the dough, as they say. What's that? You've got to follow the dough, the moolah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's There's a lot of financial commitments for the rest of the year, so I had to make a decision. Yeah, and it's a brave one. It's a brave yeah. one, but we hope it to see you back on our screen soon. It could, it could have been. It could have been huge. Yeah, no, absolutely, it could have been. Uh, sorry to cut across you, Charlie, but I just wanted to establish. Well, well, while we're on the topic of sex, I don't know if and what you guys were talking about there in your own private conversation to do with sex or not, did it? <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. It's the one and only part of the show that one had to do with sex. Um, it's not a new we've thing. all heard of addiction to sex. I'm a sex addict, yada yada. But according to it the Sun. Addiction to sex is now officially diagnosed as an illness. It never was up until now. And what's the uh, For disability time, rate? <laughs> <laughs> it says two to four percent of the population. So the World Health Organization have have finally recognized it as a mental illness for the first time wow. in history, and it suggests two to four people suffer from it, and it's considered a shameful secret. Yada yada yada. So, um, and what, what do you make it up? What what? What are they hoping to achieve by saying that? I don't know. What's, 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 what are they doing here? Are they recognizing it and validating it? Yeah, like what's saying be... it's, not, it's not an excuse yeah, so to what... cheat on your partner. It's, okay. it's actually an illness. You're sick. Yeah, so what's, but not the, sick, what's like, the outcome going to be? Sorry, what's the outcome going to be for us uh, as a Better result of sex this? with other partners, multiple partners now? That's what I would be. And then you get caught and you say, oh, I'm sick. I need like aspirin or whatever. Give me aspirin. I'm dying here. <laughs> and that's probably actually, you know, you're just there, I think. But I think you're actually spot on. Well, no, I think uh, in terms of health insurance, like presumably you would not be allowed get private health insurance uh, coverage for, you know, going into a sex addict clinic. Now, maybe you will. Maybe you can. Yeah. Yeah. That's in the future. We I do like uh, as as a as a good looking man, Charlie. If you were to if you if you were to go radio. if you were to go like say into one of these like you know the way they meet for AA and and all this kind of if you were to turn up to a sex addicts meeting is, that, as a, as a good looking man is, is that addict meeting <laughs> say that again is, is there a sex 
addicts. Well, you, you'd imagine that that's the next logical step. Mm, yeah. If you were to walk in there, is that is that is no, that like meetings will be mental? <laughs> <laughs> is that like is that like somebody walking in with a case of beer over their shoulder into AA? <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> like, uh, you know, if you turn in, you know, you walked in there, you were like, look at me, like this, you know. Is that like somebody going in and taunting the guys with, with a case of beer in AA? Like, you know, it's, it's, but, but I suppose sex doesn't come down to looks. If you're a sex addict, you're a sex addict. You're gonna you're gonna have sex with anything, or am I being? Yeah, but if you know, if you if you if you emit those uh, hormones naturally, and you can't he- and you just can't help it, I suppose. Maybe if you're in the same building, you didn't even realize when all of a sudden the door opened because these people sensed you walking by. And do you think people do admit emit hormones? Like what do they call them? Um, pheromones. Pheromones. Yeah. Do you believe that? They do. Who's they? Everybody. <laughs> oh, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's a, that's scientifically proven. That and it's pheromones. yeah, it's it's in plants. It's, in, it's in plants. It's in plants, animals. animals it's all, yeah. yeah. It's, it's but is it is it thing. is it something that overrides our? Well, clearly they've obviously diagnosed it. Like I mean, the, yeah, this this guy, true. these guys are obviously ultra sensitive to this type of thing, and. Uh, I say guys, I'm, I'm assuming there might be girls there. There too. is, absolutely. <laughs> if there's not, then the sex addict's anonymous thing you're giving us. Charlie, perhaps I, I you could consider it, becoming a, a lecturer at one of these <laughs> <laughs> sexual assault places. <laughs> Actually, it, could that now, there you open up a, a big can of worms if you're now suffering you from an illness, if you rape someone and you claim that you're sick. Yeah. But I suppose we do rec- recognize paedophilia as, a, yeah. as an illness already. And so we, don't, we still don't accept it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think it'll have an impact. But it's interesting. It, it's certainly going to have an impact in the future. It is. It yeah. Is. I mean, when Kevin Spacey got outed or whatever, for want of a better word, as being, as being a, someone who may have sexually assaulted people, the first thing he does is check himself into a sex at a clinic. When yeah. someone gets found guilty of cheating, the first thing they do is check themselves into sex Absolutely, at a clinic. Absolutely, because they want to be... <clears throat> fixed before the court date you know yeah but it's an interesting thing it, it, of all, now there's like of all illnesses to get it's a good one you know are you born with it do you get it but you've raised some interesting and I points think, and, and that's a fair comment and I think you need to be fair to some of these people because it's probably not trivial to some of these people who have lost families lost children lost perhaps their homes through this as well they, they may suffer from serious friction burns they, absolutely Jesus. we've all we've all experienced like that. I mean if it's that bad and you just can't stop but have yeah, well, you, how you have do you define? Wank. How do you define if they, if they you have, have a, fr- an you have a frictionless wank? It's the only thing to do. How do you do that? You, I think you, you may be forced. To. How? You just you just gotta you just gotta keep pulsing it and for pulsing like two it. hours. Three it, hours. It, it takes a while, but it's worth it, man. And sometimes you can give it a little bounce. Don't rub it though. Just give it a little bounce. Take it on its way. But it's possible. It is. By the time you're finished, the friction would have healed itself. No, 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 it's it doable. It's and it's, 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 it's actually worth it because it's a slow release. You know, it's it's a, it's a longer lasting. <clears throat> if we're trying, if uh, sex addiction is an illness, they must have a a threshold for recognizing it. So, what would you say? Like maybe one of us in this room, like maybe you think oh, I wank four times a day. Am I a sex addict? Is that normal? Maybe the rest of us in this room only wank once a day, and then suddenly. You're well over the, the threshold. How do you know? Because people don't how, talk about it. How do you define it? it? I, I suppose yeah. you need to get a baseline for it, really, don't you? What is what is the actual statistical average? Three times a day? It changes with your age, I suppose. It when does, you're 16? I'd say, I'd say at least, at a bare minimum, twice a day. I wouldn't thought so. Jesus. Why? What would you say? I would have said once a day for a man would be the norm, the average. Okay. For an adult man, when you're under 16, when you're 16 it's a lot younger. 
Yeah. So that's two. I Sorry, it's a lot. It's a lot more common. Yeah. Okay. I I don't think Bruno. twice a day would be normal. Ah, you know, I mean, it depends. It the, the, the obviously wine depends on how much you're getting it. Getting actual sex. Yeah. Okay. I masturbate like ten times a day. You must have a badminton match coming up or something, you know. <laughs> no, but by your definition, you'll be snooker. You'll be fucking snooker. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Like you're you're doing it ten times a day because clearly you've got a badminton match coming up and it's been two months. Oh. <laughs> but uh, but then you know after you so you're saying you have ten wines a day and you play a game of snooker at the end. Oh no, I don't have ten. I I. Two today, <clears throat> probably three because I had a wank after midnight, but I can't. It's Saturday, so two. Had, had you gone to sleep and woken up yet? Yeah, I went to sleep after the one on Saturday night. So right, well then that was the previous day. Yeah, yeah. so two today, but that that was I probably <coughs> have none tomorrow. So I'd say one a day. Yeah, no, it's it's bog standard. It's there's, there's two still, a day. There's still time in the for day. me. Two a day would probably be the average. And you could be a sex addict. <laughs> <laughs> I could be, but I'm over the average at the moment. Uh, Bruno, what what did you say? What was your verdict? Um, yeah, I think I think uh, you, you average two would probably be reasonably acceptable. Uh, but um, I think I think you know we have you have to start watching it after that. Then like ten a day, definitely. You're, 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 you need to be on some sort of register. Or something. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's uh... get yourself a drink there. You might as well pour me one as well. If, if that's We're going to have a few drinks on the show tonight to celebrate. Uh, the classification of sex addiction as an illness. The, oh, shit. So what, anyway, Goldie, what's next for you? You see, all this noise you're making now on this show, because <laughs> you brought a drink. This is what happens. All the noise. He loves making noise, but you, you, you get away with it because it's... Uh... <laughs> do, you, do you know that a virus killed a man 20 years after he contracted it? And it's not AIDS or anything. He contracted H and hepatitis B from a dirty needle while gardening. And he died due to the virus uh, last week. So he contracted hepatitis B uh, 20 years ago, right? Which is very sad. Although that's a good lifespan to have after contracting such a serious illness. But the question that came into my head, but that the, that probably the, that the sun lips. is, what was the needle doing when he was gardening? Like, what was he doing? So he, he, a dirty needle while gardening. They never explained that. Look at this right the men thing. <laughs> like he's just making so much noise. So like how would you come across a dirty needle? Was he injecting himself with drugs while he was gardening? Was it was a dirty needle thrown over his back garden? And then he got poked with it? <laughs> like was yeah, it his front was it his front garden or his back garden? <laughs> never explains. If he was yeah, a sex no, addict, think... it was probably his back garden. He is a sex addict, is he? The coroner would... <laughs> <laughs> he died before, literally 24 hours before they diagnosed sex addiction as an illness so wow. technically he died from hepatitis B okay but the coroner gave it death by misadventure which is a strange one isn't it death well, by I misadventure think there's many examples like there could have been drug users in his actual property using that area it could have been just like you say thrown in it could have blown in even you know and, a needle blown in <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a fucking Mary Poppins needle <laughs> no I'm feeling I'm trying songs. to the extremes as well you know because there are there are reasons and opportunities for a needle to get into somebody's garden that yeah no I know I know that, oh no it's very sad but if you're saying that very he's a sad. sex addict I would say the likelihood is increased I think the star was just suggesting it because they had it on the same page the two pieces of news okay but um, it's a very sad, sad way to die then if someone just threw it in. 
It is. You know? It really is. Um, that's beautiful. And we hope, we, we hope that he I mean, rests in peace. He rests in peace and everybody in his family gets the is point. careful around the garden. You know, you never that's know how many more needles could be there. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Fair point. Um, what else did you find out for a start? Uh, what did I find out for you? Something now, this isn't kind of like <laughs> our, our usual uh, topic, I suppose, but mountain tribute to climber. And, and I was I was reading this article out in, in the garden uh, the other day. And <clears throat> a climber aiming to be the second Irishman to conquer the world's most dangerous mountain has dedicated his attempt to a fallen mountaineer. Now, what's the name of the tallest mountain? Most dangerous mountain. Wait a sec. Did this man rape the mountain? Is it anything to do with rape? No. It's so why, why are you doing it? <laughs> <laughs> no, because it's something that came to my attention. Okay. What is I'm, the what is the most dangerous world's most dangerous mountain? Does anybody know? I <laughs> got <laughs> like a Godzilla mountain that attacks. You mean of... the one with the greatest amount of deaths? I I suppose, or maybe the one that's technically more difficult to climb. Right. Well, it's not Everest. No, it's not Everest. K two. K two. It is. Well done, Bruno. Um, <clears throat> the letter Kenny man. Letter Kenny man. Follows in the footsteps of Limerick native Jerry McDonald, who died in an ice avalanche on his descent 10 years ago. Jason said of his ascent, I'll mentally be climbing with Jer. And it kind of got me worried, or not worried, wondering, like, what possesses people to do <laughs> stuff like this? Do you I, know what I mean? What the fuck are they doing? <laughs> climbing. Like, did he have a wife? Mountain. Was he in it? Like, like, well, do you know what? The, the famous question, Shackleton was asked, like, why are you trying to reach the South Pole? And his answer is because it's, it's there. Yeah. Like that that is what drives these people to do things. But it's it's, it's the answer simply because it's there. It just seems it's like an absolutely crazy thing yeah, to do. I agree. I agree. And and people are left up on these mountains like K two and Everest. Like you're literally crawling over bodies. Yeah. Uh, if you climb Everest, there's so many people have died, and you never come back. Well, I don't know. <laughs> That's an exaggeration. It's not an exaggeration. Surely they clean up the bodies. <laughs> they don't. Well, they a get, lot of the time, they, they don't. They, they have can't to leave get them the bodies down. How they're, can they climb down too. with the bodies? The bodies are left. At the top. Off. You can throw them off. Yeah. Like no, it's too. But I might open a cavern, and you'd never get them anyway. <laughs> no, but it would only obviously get to a certain point. But obviously, it's fucking to be ripped to shreds. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let them, let them, like be. Per, uh, what's the word? Uh, so you're climbing over bodies then? Stored for eternity. Yeah. You know? Rest in peace. No, but he'd be there. Uh, frozen. He won't. He'd be frozen. He's, he won't be preserved or anything. Preserved. That's the word I was looking for. Preserved for all of time. Up there, it's 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 almost an accomplishment in itself. Isn't it? <laughs> no, but it is. Like yeah, we're all going to die out. We'll decompose. But these guys, these I suppose heroes, would be there forevermore. Yeah, and we're long dead. But it, it just caught me as strange that people would would, would want to do this. Uh, it wouldn't be so sad amazing. if he dies then, and then someone else. Yeah, and then the list gets cycle. So like by in twelve years, <laughs> like the got, mountain is actually yeah. You've got you've heights. got Barry from Letter Kennedy. He's like I'm doing this in honor <laughs> of Sam and Aiden and Jack and Billy and Bob. <laughs> just yeah. go on, and on. <laughs> just yeah, every Irish. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, but we wish why is it always an Irish guy who dies and then they open a suitcase and find shit loads of whiskey and stuff? <laughs> no, no, listen, it's always it's always sad to hear these stories. Yeah, it's always Even fun and games until someone falls off a mountain and dies. Well that's it. And it's not it's usually the oxygen I think that gets to them or the cold. But uh we wish them the best luck. Well like obviously yeah, I know, but some people can't adjust to it. Like. <laughs> the oxygen <laughs> 
Fish. <laughs> what? Yeah, I can understand a fish. <laughs> Time. <laughs> but I would hope there'd be oxygen for the humans up there. In the mountains. <laughs> There's not though. It's a low. It's a lower density. Oh, it's a lack of oxygen. They can't. Them. Yeah, they can't. It's not the same oxygen that we have here. It's it's very like that's why when you go up in a passenger jet, it's a pressurized cabin. I know, yeah. And isn't that why, and not being racist, but isn't that why Nigerians and so on win marathons all the time? Because they, they're... They're bigger lung capacity. Yeah, yeah. They're more used to breathing in, getting more oxygen. It's usually Somalians, I think, that win it more than Nigerians. They're more desperate, though, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're not going to go there. No, we're we're, we're, we're going to come back from that fucking precipice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Precipice. Excuse no. the pun, actually, speaking yeah. of mountains. But we'll uh, eagerly climb our way out of that hole and move I'd on. I'd like to talk about the Lego equality route. Did any of you hear this? this Lego. Is, Lego. This is fucked up. So Legoland, which is supposed to be great. Have any of you ever been to it? Haven't, no. That's no, but I know one of our been. number one listeners has been to it. Really? And enjoyed it, I presume. Absolutely, yeah. Well, Legoland bosses have apologised after turning away a dad and his two kids from their theme park in Japan. I think I heard this. <coughs> yeah, because he is deaf. What? Because he's Could... deaf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because he's deaf. Because Why? he's deaf. Because he wouldn't appreciate it as much as everyone else? Or... <laughs> like, what's I don't the, think what's Lego's the... all about sound. But what, yeah. what, what's, what's the problem? Why? I'm not even going to try and pronounce the guy's name, Toshio Abe, was told health and safety rules meant that his deaf son and daughter could only enter the Nagoya Discovery Center accompanied by a hearing adult. So obviously he was deaf and his two children were deaf as well. So for health and safety reasons, they couldn't let him enter. And did Toshiba get a reply? He, oh, he sued them. He sued them and the judges ruled that they had breached disability and equality laws by banning the family. So I guess, I guess, where, I guess it's kind of right, like, but it's, you know, they, it's right that, that, that they, that they, they won the I, case. I, I think they did it. I think they, the company did it for, for the, the right, the wrong thing for the right reasons. They, they should have had a policy in place that our contingency plan for people that with a full deaf family, but they obviously felt that it was unsafe for somebody. They never thought of it. They felt it would be unsafe if they went in, and they're only protecting the person right there. And, oh, there. Thought so, yeah. and I think that's the right. And how much did he get? It didn't say actually, but of course, Japanese money is all. Is that the yen? Yes, yen. it's all meaningless money anyway. So <laughs> it's like monopoly money. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> that's why they don't even say that. It. It's, it's, it's not worth it if you, if you don't have fourteen zeros behind it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's not even worth yeah. the papers written on. It. He thought he got a lot of money, but he got fourteen p. First Japanese guy. Um, but yeah, he's probably going to go to every fucking team party, and we see him in Disneyland next summer. Euro Disney trying to get barred from that as well. <laughs> Possibly, possibly. Um, the latest can. But uh, joking apart, obviously there is some kind of deafness that's inherited then. Oh, which I didn't know. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a genetic anomaly or uh, abnormality. It's a recessive gene, I think. Okay, yeah, I never knew that. It's there, yeah. yeah. Um, hopefully they find a cure for it fairly soon. <coughs> I think we probably will with the continued well, I think they need to work on the, uh, the sex addiction cure first. That's a bit more important. Apparently it is. Yeah. You will never hear it coming. Exactly. Very good. Exactly. That's very, very good. And, and that's well done. No, you did well there, Bruno. That was, that was a good contribution. <laughs> um, so what else have you got for us, uh, Charlie? 
Oh, um, what do I have for you? Well, I have a couple of interesting things. Sorry, uh, yeah, we don't. Okay, sorry. Go on, Maybe go on, the, what are you going to say? No, it doesn't matter. Let's go. Hang on, let's check. Maybe the guy in the bed was deaf. Just not just the little one. Oh, the guy that had his Mickey cut off. It would hurt though. You, well, yeah, you, you feel, feel, the feel pain. pain when you're deaf. Yeah. Like, I thought you, you meant like the little the bed rolled over and they fell out. But no, you're thinking of the deaf guy that got his penis chopped off. I, I guess he wasn't that. <laughs> I'm just saying maybe no, he didn't but hear that's what Bruno's trying to say. He is. He maybe didn't know. <coughs> maybe he was deaf, and that's why he didn't. Wake he didn't. Up. He but didn't you would the... feel the pain of somebody. Deafness has nothing to do with feeling pain, surely. I don't think so. No, no. but it gives you, like you mean how like if you're, if you're not fully aware around like this, it gives it gives you half you like having all, <laughs> having all your senses about you, which is what she was talking about. Having all your senses about you gives you that danger awareness. Well, that's perhaps something that you could research for us. I'll find out and if if you can bring it if not tonight to our to our next show. Will. Um yeah. if he was deaf that would make this a very interesting night. It would. Well I, I have an interesting story. It's not funny, but it's really actually it is funny. Um but it's about a serial killer called called Todd Colehep. He was found guilty last year. Why this was in the news this week, I don't know. But he's a serial killer from South Carolina. And it looks like he's been killing people for at least thirteen years. He's an estate agent. But the, this specific article <clears throat> was about a couple oh, that was missing. In a wall. No, not in a wall. The, girl, the, girl, the woman was found alive. A couple went missing. They were missing since August 2016. Wow. And um, the man, uh, so they, they weren't married. And Charles Carver was the man. He was going out with this girl. But he wasn't divorced from his wife at the time, right? And this is, this, I love this. So they went missing. And friends and family were worried and so on. And then suddenly on Charles Carver's Facebook page, there was updates and it said that him, it suggested that him and his girlfriend, the girl who'd gone missing, had gotten married and that they'd even bought a house. Wow. Uh, yeah. So, so the serial killer was <clears throat> trying to give the impression that they'd just gone off somewhere, gotten married or whatever. <clears throat> but friends got suspicious because of his grammar and his spellings. It was in, the same in the Facebook. over and over again. Pardon? It was the same stuff over and over well obviously he writes a certain way and then this post was different moment, yeah. now if i was a friend is it well, not a bit more suspicious the fact that i got married when i'm not even divorced <laughs> like if i put up on my facebook page i've just gotten married to jane when i'm not even divorced to from jenny would would a friend not find that more suspicious than the fact that my grammar is bad well no i assume he was setting up different profiles for each victim no, he. This was on the real Facebook page. This guy's real Facebook page because he, the woman was kept was found alive. So obviously, she gave the password. Maybe he even gave the password to his Facebook page before he was killed. So it was his genuine Facebook page he was updating, and the same one for all the different women. No, this was this was just just one case. That's why this was of interest to the star. So um, they went anyway, trying to find the serial killer. She had worked as a cleaner. The girl who was missing had worked as a cleaner for this guy, the serial killer. And that's how they, she was found alive. Her husband was killed. Three other bodies were found. <laughs> well, it's not just one girl that he killed 13 of them or something. Yeah, he killed a good few. Yeah. But um, there's a couple of so things that raise awareness. Same Facebook account for all the murders. You, you get what I'm saying, Bruno, don't you? Hang on. I think, yeah, I think he's suggesting that, like, this is obviously part of a serial killing uh, thing that he, he for every killed. victim he had, he had a Facebook page or he had their no, Facebook page. He, 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 yeah, he, he had logged their, on to their Facebook page. In all cases. Um, well, no, not in all cases, but in this one anyway, this guy's Facebook, his own genuine Facebook page was updated. Okay. So obviously the killer got the Facebook page password and so on. Wow. Which, 
Which got me thinking of, is there a perfect crime and is that not a bad effort? At doing it, if you updated your Facebook page, pretending it's, you know, the person you killed, it'd be very hard for the police to go actively looking for a missing person in that case. Well, no, because they'd be able to search the records, narrow down IP addresses, locations, times. Well, it, it took them long enough, I guess, didn't it? It did. And how many murders is he responsible for before that? He's been found guilty of seven in total. One's going back like 13 years where it was just like, it looked like a spree killing. A motorbike shop. He bought a motorbike and was trying to return it. And apparently the boys in the motorbike shop were slagging him. Like, because he couldn't ride the motorbike. And then he went in and shot five people point blank. And they thought he was just claiming credit for it. But it gave them a detail. Like, they're all shot. In, in point blank in the forward and that hadn't been released so right. he's been found guilty seven but what I loved about this was <clears throat> the weapons that he'd used to kill his serial uh, his victims he left reviews on Amazon of the weapons wow. right and they're really funny I'm just going to read a couple so he bought a shovel <laughs> <laughs> is this an article found online uh, it's uh, one online which I'll send the pictures okay. of yeah so he'd, he'd found a shovel I'm sorry he bought a shovel and he said it was brilliant uh, <laughs> that you should keep it in your car to hide the bodies. That's what he put on the view on Amazon. Yep. He bought a stun gun. He bought a padlock. And he says for the padlock, it works great. Also, if someone talks back, go old school by putting it in a sock and beating them with it. Wow. So he'd all, he, he had reviewed all the weapons that he used. That's phenomenal. Isn't it? He's it's, got a sense of humor. It's, it's brazen. It is brazen. It's absolutely brazen. But they, don't, don't, don't all serial killers have a thing? They want to be how, how many victims is there in this one? Seven. Seven they, they, they say that maybe that's why the article gonna, was this week. They're, they're saying he's claiming for more. We're definitely going to see a movie. It definitely has a modern serial killer about yeah, it, like yes. a movie type thing. Yeah. Yeah, and you've I, heard I, the name I, here, Todd Colehep. You know what the guy should do while he's in prison? He should start a line of items and sell them on Amazon. Yeah. Of, of, you know, <laughs> give, give, your, sure review, out, give like, your review or, on yeah. how you murdered somebody with this. <laughs> no, but you should set up obviously like a utility <clears throat> store or something and sell a lot of the items. Yeah. A lot of the he items is. to Tony Holcup, wherever his name is. Uh, Todd Colehep. Todd Colehep, like frying pan or generally the Todd Colehep. Yeah, and then come up with reviews. Yeah, brilliant. I love it. That's really good. But it's sad, <laughs> of course, he's a serial killer. But a serial killer with a sense of humour. That's what we like. That's what I think what intrigues us about serial killers, isn't it? It's their sick Cam. sense of humor, yeah. and uh, yeah, it, it, it does enthrall us. But is this guy the funniest serial killer ever? Possibly. Possibly. What else do you lined up for us, Charlie? Well, Holy. we're going to look at Bruno and see. Bruno has been busy at uh, work all week, obviously, for his first show. He wants <laughs> to present something interesting. I hope, I hope, Bruno, you're comfortable now at this point, and I hope you've got sat into it, and I hope. That what you've picked here is in line with, right? With how we've gone, and I hope you're feeling comfortable and excited. Uh, yeah, I, I, I am, and 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 thank you for making it an easy turn. You know, first go, yes. and and I appreciate that. Family. Um, I, I I decided that I was going to look at some kickstarters because this is the new way now where people people make money to to do what it is they think is worth doing. You know, I think uh, it's. It's but essentially a dragon's den for the internet, isn't it? Exactly. You're, yeah, you're, you're look, everybody's out there. And, and it's given everybody the opportunity to be one of those dragons and say, I'm going to invest this in you and we're going to it's do genius. this. It's actually genius. genius. Well, yeah, did, but some of the ideas clearly aren't. Right? Okay. 
Um, the first which of which has 48 hours to go. It has one backer. It's zero percent funded. <laughs> and the original. Is, is it this show? Three boosts. Sounding very, sounding very like it. But uh, it's basically, it's basically a show that's claiming Anne Frank lives. <laughs> right. Wow. Wow. Now, like that, she's still alive. The, well, this is the name be, of the show. You know, this is the name of the show. She'd only be like, you know, in her eighties, probably. Yeah, she probably. was alive. Yeah. Right. Okay, so it's plausible. So, so it's, it's plausible. At the start, for the the first thing is it's plausible. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Keeping you know, up with the Franks. <laughs> so, yeah. Franks yeah. so like, I mean, so has she been? Has she been that good at you know? Like, I mean, how much weight have you lost this week? Yeah. <laughs> I think we should all, if our listeners out there, hopefully get this before the 48 hour deadline. And we yeah. get on. 48 hours left to go. Let's see. How much is he looking for? They are looking for it's only zero percent of what. Uh, it does. I can't actually is get to it. Right? Claiming to be no, 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 they're they're going to prove that she's still they're going to prove that. Well, it's a show. Yeah, it's a show to make you wonder, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Did they give any evidence? Well, that's well. You see, that's probably what. Like, I mean, you might that might be that. <laughs> that's why you have to back it. Like, yeah, that right. that might be one of the stretch well, goals. Bruno, tell us right. what is the actual uh, kind of tag. The tag, uh, just it's sort uh, just to support the production uh, on the uh, promotion of a moving new play, new play. A play, yeah. Oh. So clearly nobody fucking believes it. Yeah, but sure, how, nobody... would you, how would you get to see the play? If you're all over the world, you're not going to fly in to see this play. You probably get sent a DVD. Yeah, but I guess I think the idea he wants is that it's going to go worldwide and be playing in a theater near you. No, I'm out. Yeah, they 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 have they have a picture of a girl here. I don't know if it's Anne Frank's, you know, or you know when she was younger or something like. But uh. Well, look, I, looks, I met her. She looks like <laughs> no, I didn't meet her, but I was actually in her gaff. <laughs> and uh, I, I know by looking at the picture. Is she right. black and white? She is in black and white. <laughs> that, 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 that is a good so, chance. Yeah, I've seen a picture of her too. So, yes, that's her. That's her, that's, is that right? Her. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, big cock. Doesn't doesn't yeah, yeah doesn't look as bad as I thought she was. I'd never seen. No, her fairness, she did well before she went into the concentration camp. You're right, right. No, it's what she did. She did well. No, she survived. Um, <laughs> according to this, she did. According, according to yeah. this, she did. Wait, and, 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 do you know? Did she get captured? <coughs> yes. Uh, and tell us about it. <laughs> Her whole family was captured. Yeah, by the Nazis. And the book from Amsterdam remained. Well, she'd already written. She'd been working on the diary. Her father was the only one that survived. Am I right? I can't remember, the, but I, I, I believe the, da, the dad here. published the diary anyway. She she perished in the camp. Okay. Along with the, the sister. And he got and to brothers. keep the diary. It's amazing, isn't it? And he makes a fucking fortune off the back of her. It's terrible, like Kim Kardashian. No, no, but the story's amazing, man. But that's what it is. So they have... If it's real or not. Do you know that there, there, like there's, the this, there's a... Well, we know that's real. Um, there's a censored version of Anne Frank. Believe I'm I'm deadly serious. That really? is in uh, American schools. 
because and that, does that leave out the masturbation? Section? Yes, you you, you knew. Yeah. Right? Congratulations. Yeah. Apparently, there's two bits. I've never read it. I tried reading it. it was crap. I'd love to like. stop banging the table, but go on. Sorry. <laughs> um. Apparently, there's two parts in the book where she described in in the, her diaries where she described the beginnings of kind of starting to touch herself and starting to feel herself, but those bits are edited out of let's say the school the edition that you find if you go into an American school. And is but, that right or wrong? A censorship in any form is wrong. You know how I feel about that. They, they've um, they've gotten rid of the word nigger in Hook Finn in really? American school books now, yeah? Why? Because they consider the word nigger an insult, obviously. So we're losing our identity, our history. Yeah, and ironically, so an update Hook Finn on is... the Anne Frank. Okay. Uh, she's been found. <laughs> she, has she been they have, they have one... We have a call coming in on line two. <laughs> we, we taught this we, we, They we, now we, have one dollar. They now have one dollar. Of the 500 that they're looking for. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Did you pay it? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. But it, maybe one of our listeners has decided this is for them. Has. Yeah. Wow. So we, they have... I appreciate that, folks. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this great publicity for this person's site. Absolutely, yeah. So what's um, the name of the So uh, I, I think, Charlie, let's not lose sight of where we are. Do you, would you back it? I need to know a bit more. No, I, that's I'm, all you, that's I'm intrigued. Name. I'm intrigued. I, I give it a couple of euros, yeah. Okay. It's so audacious. It's so in your face. This is not real. Well, let's 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 back it ourselves before the end of the yes. show. Okay, we will. Um, or after the show. Yeah, and we could do. It. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, so we're not. <laughs> we're not. Yeah. no boundaries. Here. In complete con- in complete contrast to that, mm-hmm. something that was incredibly popular, and we're back to sex again. Help a Nazi escape. <laughs> we're back to sex again. In this case, liquid nudes. Liquid nudes. Yeah. So, like, these girls or these guys are swimming, like, and they're swimming on the back, and you, you kind of, because of the water, it's kind of covering it, them. It's covered, like, it's just kind of covered them. So it's liquid news. It's art. You know, it's like it's an art type thing. And it's they, a photograph, they, though. Yes. Uh, uh, it's art photo book. Okay. Yeah, and it's these liquid news nudes, and they're like they're they're kind of, you kind of get liquid nudes. <laughs> liquid nudes. Yeah, I like that word. Yeah. Wait, two um, words. So it's basically it's two pictures words. of yeah, I do. <laughs> I know Beauti- it's two words of beautiful women while swimming. And this is a book. This is this is this is, this is being a book. Or yeah, or anything. yeah. Cool. So I mean, a little bit. Um, of, and and in contrast to Jan Frank thing, these are one hundred ninety one percent funded. Wow, and how much did yeah. they look for? What they were looking for twelve hundred and sorry, they're gone up again. Uh, they were looking for uh, twelve hundred and fifty dollars. That's not bad. And they have near. They have now. They're now fifty dollars short of five thousand. Wow! So it's like a coffee table book. They're planning, is it? Artistic. I'd say more kind of a, a toilet book, <laughs> isn't it? Right, but an oversized book or a book with tasteful pictures. But are they yeah, not to a penny. Like, what's so original about this? Is people it, just want to see I it, and it's, and it's such a low is, figure. This is a particular. I was expecting it's like twenty, thirty grand, but no. And there's people yeah. on this making this crazy money. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if the person reaches their goal, which they have here, are they now obliged to use that money on the project? Mm. They are. So there's some kind of legal. But you might not get. No. You might not get your money back if. They are not obliged to actually provide it. But they they have to use the money to achieve it. Try achieve it, basically. Oh, okay. They actually don't. But that's that's so that. How, they, how, they, that's they, the philosophy, though. That's the how that is this, the philosophy. How does this website check that? You can't check. You you do have to go through some legal uh, stuff, and you wouldn't you wouldn't get away with it twice, let's say, because you would be banned from 
that it's 98 i think percent of funded projects i believe well uh, indeed let them have I, I, no but indeed I, i've i've backed some kickstarters which we won't go into what they were uh, but I, they're on track uh bruno i believe you've backed some i have and what's have. your success rate my success rate uh my success rate yeah my mine is probably i've only i've had one is not completely gone yet but it's likely to go uh i've backed about I think about twelve things. So it, it in reality, like most of everything you get, you know, there might be a slight delay in it because of production or something like that. But certainly, you get the product. Projects go over time sometimes. They do. Yeah. So, yeah. so like I may yeah. have, I, may, <laughs> I don't know what the hell. Yeah. I, I, I was thinking I was getting something for four p, like you know. But, um, no, uh, I think um, I think you'd be alright. I I'm alone. I'm not willing to. I don't think right now. Until I'm a bit more okay with it, to, to to be putting anything like, like serious money into it. Okay, but you enjoyed the experience. Yeah, seventy seventy euros is is seventy dollars. Nothing. Yeah. It's not nothing. Mm. It's a substantial enough sum that you're not going to get back. It is, but I felt like if the project had come to light, I think it was a really really good one. It was a risk so, reward situation. It was. I think, uh, and and they got funded. They got funded incredibly well, but. It went apparently the money went into the the rights of the, the the promotional rights. Like I mean, for in order to be able to produce the game, and they cost they ended up costing so much. It looks like that uh, there was nothing left then to actually make make the game itself. Oh, so it's a game. Okay, well yeah. that that's brilliant. Thanks for sharing that with us, Bruno. Um, anything else you have for us on your first week? Um, there was there was one, and this is um, another Kickstarter, is it? It is. Okay. It's about bitch slapped again. Okay. And this one's on the cusp, and I think these guys could do with your help. It's uh it's about a it's about a, it's a short film about a cop's ex girlfriend getting kidnapped. Right, right, right. That's, that's brilliant. <laughs> getting kidnapped it's a by his long term enemy. <laughs> it's like Batman. <laughs> but is, is is this a play or a movie? This is a short film. All right, okay. Um, so, and it, it, it's a classic tale. <laughs> like, yeah. So, and the, the, the arch enemy, the long-term enemy, was believed to be dead. Anne Frank. Anne Frank. Yeah, must have been in. Has to have been in on it. Because if she pulled it off this long, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. But the, the arch enemy was meant to be dead. Uh, but he's come back. Like, he's kidnapped the cop's like ex-girlfriend. Jason. I don't see this being a runner here. How much money? 70% funded. Wow. Really? And it's going to be a short film. And how yeah. much is it? I'm looking that up now. Um, What's the goal? I don't think we're going to see Al Pacino in it, don't we? You never know. You never, never know. know. I think, uh, but um, the goal was, is 1500 US dollars. Oh, that's not bad. And they, they are at nearly at 1100 So they're... They're going to make. They're, they're going to make it. They have and three this, hours to make just, that money. But that's yeah, three hours, and that's just people having a bit of fun. But what happens if they and if the deadline passes? If the deadline passes, and they don't the make it. Back. No, no, they don't take the money until the deadline actually passes and it's declared funded. So you will have you won't have given them the money until it sits that. in an escrow. Basically, it doesn't even. They don't so, even debit your account. Okay, so well, if go. if it they don't reach their fifteen grand, fifteen hundred, yeah, or fifteen hundred, yeah, you get your you get your money back, yeah. No, oh, you, no, no! They just never debit it. Like you're, you, yeah, you, you never gave the money the first place. You, you give them, you give them a payment. The promissory note is basically yeah. what you gave them. Thank you, Colin. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, 
so that that might be an interesting film. Like, I think, you know, I think I, I think, don't think so. I think no, I, think. I don't. Listen, at the end of the day, it's not going to be worth watching. But I think for people, <laughs> no, but for people, it's a fucking short film. It's not Dances with Wolves. Tinder's <laughs> listening or that. But if if, if, if you actually trust me, then this short film might pop mighty place for you to start. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, you know. People are just want to have a bit of fun and say they did something and achieved something. And we're kind of we're dreamers like that too, Charlie. Oh, yeah. And we would love if we put something on Kickstarter that somebody would back us just for the hell of it. Yeah. And I think that's why Take a our listeners. If okay, well, which the... of these three is going to get our money tonight? Because if we're going to be doing this on the show, we need to pick one. Yeah, that should be the way. It okay, works. Yeah. Well, if, there, if is, Sam, there is another. Samwise is uh, Lord of the Rings is sidekick to. Uh, Fucking Robin's oh, Batman. Right. What is Bruno? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Absolutely uh, no, I know. If he's basically going to keep bringing the Kickstarters. Yes, let's say he we, does. We've got to do a competition. And what did we call it at the start of the show? The competition. Your competition. Bouncing back with Bruno. Bouncing back with Bruno, yeah. yeah. Right. You needed to shut that off. Uh, because it's causing interference, uh, but yeah, we like it. We like it, and yeah, like we're going to go. Which of the three? I think we lost our train of thought there for a sec, but I think chain of thought. No, I like to say train. Okay, because it, it works. I'm going and have, ever, Frank. and have you ever seen the movie? Have you ever seen the movie? Uh, no, wait, chain. <laughs> no, the one where they're inside, inside out, where they're in, like the little people are inside the girl's body, controlling her feelings and stuff like that it's a kids yeah. film it's brilliant yeah. but uh they have a train of thought and it's an actual train in the brain so train of thought train of thought okay uh but uh, yeah so you like Anne frank i've got to go for it. it's just so wacky it's in your face that Anne frank lives the thought you know what i mean just, and that's a play yeah. and then we have the movie about the cop getting his daughter kidnapped by his arch rival enemy and what was the third He's one again dating his fucking daughter what is the third now one? I'm intrigued. What's the third one again, Bruno? Uh, the, the swimming nudes. Or the swimming oh, nudes. The swimming nudes, how it all kicked off. It, uh, it, I guess, it, how much like do we think? Do we want to help the underdog who's at 0% and needs 500? Yeah, but we also want to kind of be... Do so we want something for our money? Well, well I think... It's got to be on the sheer audacity of the idea. I, I think I'm going right. to go for... Um, <coughs> we have to be on Frank. Right. I think we're going to... Yeah, Frank yeah, is... Yeah, Frank is yeah, because, you know, we'd all like to a time machine and we'd all like to see the past so if this can shed some light on the past maybe that's the one yeah. that should be backed so <laughs> followers listeners whoever you may be out there please donate towards what's the, the name frank of the Anne frank, 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 frank lives Anne frank, frank lives. do not give money to the Anne frank foundation that's probably a totally different no, thing Anne frank lives. Fucking choose. Yeah. we do yeah. not endorse the Anne frank foundation no no we don't um i okay i think we're going to move on to the nuke Watch your nuke this week, uh, Charlie. The nuke. The nuke. What, what do you mean by the nuke? What do you mean? What do I mean by the nuke? Do you remember last week we had the nuke and you're going to like have your final redemption story? No, I dropped the bombshell. Like a really amazing story, or yeah, like your 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 biggest story of the week. The one that's going to cause the oh. most. controversy. Not controversy. But I totally get, forgot about that. The, I don't have one. The one get to get into people. You don't have one. 
Sorry, folks. We'll bring the nuke back to you at a later date <laughs> in a new show. Uh, I know we promised you. No, no, it's fine. I know we promised you last uh, on the last episode that we'd we'd have this as a running feature, but Charlie clearly uh, didn't get the memo. Wait, I'm supposed to be the one doing the nuke, am I? Yeah, you you bring us the nuke because generally your stories are obviously going to be of a lower par. This is your That's chance. Ridiculous. Like, what were your stories? Today? Was, just just no, no, recap this, on your stories. This was your opportunity today. then. So you started the World me. Cup again. You're the World Cup again. No. Reha- rehashing the same old no, no. shit. You probably Charlie, just used stuff. Charlie, let's not get into an air debate. No, I don't want to get into non air debate because we're not on there. Particularly in front of Bruno. No, I don't embarrass you, Bruno. But this has gone on for a couple of hours. <laughs> <laughs> and I do have a nuke. Yeah. Do you have a nuke? Yeah. Okay, give us your nuke. Sorry, uh, folks. That we it's actually of a have personal a nature now. Something that you and I did that we shouldn't share on air. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> um, the nuke. No, this is crazy, and it will it will definitely get uh, rock us to our core. Yeah, well, it will certainly get the the public thinking. Now, it was it was a wedding in India, which which, as we know, like is a is beautiful a country, a beautiful country. And there's a lot you could say about Indians. Yes, <laughs> mainly positive. So this is nothing negative about the the nation of India itself. Um, so this was a wedding, and the bride basically was getting was was married by this stage. All the ceremony, whatever in their their religion, ser- their religious ceremony, she was technically married to the groom. But then she backed away from the the wedding and said she did not want to be married to him anymore. And this was because during the wedding ceremony, lightning struck, and the groom acted afraid. Very got very very frightened in lightning, and. Um, He's homophobic. No lightning, like you know, like a lightning bolt from Scott from the sky. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but it turns out he's a homophobic. <laughs> no, <laughs> Is no. that what happened? No, no, no. It's just that she, uh, <clears throat> she just thought obviously that he's a coward or something, and she's backed away from the wedding. Wow! And uh, it led to it ended up causing a brawl. Three three of the bride's relatives were arrested um, because of a punch up. And well, it, I think this would have been probably an arranged marriage, would it? That was the first thing I was going to ask. Because most of these marriages in India are arranged, so the bride wouldn't have a say in the first place as to who she, as to yeah, who she would marry. Clearly, obviously, they're either revolting or it, it just simply wasn't one. So do you think she was using lightning as an excuse? Perhaps. Um, do you think that like the, the, the actual fear there that she figured she was going to she was gonna have to be the man in the relationship? Yeah. I mean, maybe that's a genuine cause to actually step back and go, you know what, enough is enough. Arranged marriage is one thing. But I won't marry a coward. I'm not going to marry somebody who can't fucking commit to me in the bedroom. Yeah, and that's basically what if that's his only weakness, like his kryptonite, that he's scared of lightning. Everything else, like if there was stampeding tigers coming into the church stampeding or whatever the fuck tigers. the Indians believe in, and he was standing up and defending her, but it just happened to be lightning, and it just happened on that day. Which, as we know, these crazy things occurrences do happen. But isn't that destiny <clears throat> that he wasn't supposed to marry her in the first place? Mm. It in the in the sun they led on to another story of another uh, Indian bride who backed away from a marriage. In this was during the ceremony. Her gro- her groom had a, had an epileptic fit, and she backed away from the marriage because she hadn't been told about this that he kept this from her. And on the same day, by the time he'd recovered, she had already married her sister's brother-in-law. Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! So obviously That's... there was another punch up. But it got me. <laughs> he had a seriously bad day, though, didn't mm-hmm. he? I mean, like, he, he like, started freaking out. First of all, like, he's dirty because he's an Indian. Yeah. Secondly, 
he has epilepsy. And from very... running through the fields and the horses shooting cowboys, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And thirdly, his wife-to-be marries someone else. Is that even legal? Well, if the dowry is big enough, sure, surely it is. Do they still give a dowry in India, yeah? I think, well, that would be all part of the arrangement, wouldn't it? I think in a lot of those... Uh, but it got me thinking anyway, what, what stuff are grounds for refusing to marry someone? I mean, is lightning having epilepsy? It's certainly kicking the table every five minutes, right. is, yeah. <laughs> like, what, what would you say is, is, is grounds for you not to get married if you found it out at the altar? Apart from the obvious, like your wife, you know, sleeping with someone else or whatever. I think any kind of uh, deception is hard to take when presented with it in particularly in front of your entire family everyone who you, you wanted mean a deception to share. that's revealed suddenly yeah you know you you wanted to be you you like you want to spare share your special day with your everyone there that cares that matters to you is there and they see you at your weakest that's going to be something regardless of what the deception is it's going to be very hard someone to take and I think I can understand somebody walking away in that instance however you would think maybe in some cases they'd now, being afraid of lightning afterwards. isn't exactly deception I mean have you told your partners that you were afraid of lightning if you are I, I you know it's lightning. probably never come up. yeah but it's probably never come up you know there's things that have never come up well no you, so you, is that a deception you, we've all and I, and I particularly in, in those American countries um, states uh, India is is, is is not in America. Oh, you're talking about the country India and Asia. Oh, my apologies. Yeah. All right, sorry. You know, the uh, dirty, the dirty country. Yeah. It's a continent, is it? No, no, no. The litter rate is very high, obviously, in, in such a busy city. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I would. <laughs> you would what? <laughs> you would. I have no idea. I've lost my train of thought. What's it? Do you well, think, then, do you well, think it's okay? Well, what about the fear of marriage itself? And you got to the t- altar like that. Well, one of the three of us in this room has that. I know. That's that, this is what I'm saying. Like, I mean, like, I mean, is it even worth keeping going? Like at that stage, you know what I mean? Like, you know. And is that not working to your advantage that if your bride breaks breaks up with you because you have a fear of marriage? But that's a win-win. Well, for no, but you're there. You're trying to be as brave as you can be. You're, you've made you've made that commitment. You've actually walked in up to the altar or the church or, or the, the ceremony and the whole lot, and you're standing there in front of everybody. And then or if the, you're an Indian, you got there in a taxi. Exactly. Or, or yeah, um, but and then you got there, and your worst fear comes true. She legs it as you've arrived. It literally justifies your fear. Yeah, that's true. But if the reason she left was because of your fear of marriage which was only revealed it's a, a catch-22 isn't it it's it's sure is. it sure is is there stuff you should keep hidden from your partner <clears throat> and is it justifiable to keep these things hidden uh, i i think there's certain things that you that should be such as no not should be but can be kept hidden you know you might have some childhood memories that you don't wish to share you might have relationships with uh other people that you wouldn't like to share and i don't mean that as in having an affair i mean as in you might have had prior relationships um that you probably don't necessarily want to talk about so i think stuff like that is somewhat acceptable and does that constitute deception no i wouldn't say it does no you heard it here folks <laughs> goalie's giving you your get out of jail card free well i, I think that's listen fair. carefully to his fair. words and we have it if it, ha- if okay. it happened for the relationship are they entitled to know 
Well, that's that, that is happened a during question. the relationship. Then, if it happened during the relationship, mm. let's say, for example, you developed an addiction to golf. So not nothing necessarily bad in and of itself, right. but you kept it from your partner. But the frequency of you playing golf, not warrior. But she wouldn't know you're playing it. Well, she know. You're saying you're saying that I, I'm saying that you I'm, keep it a secret. Let's I'm, say. I you're, say you're saying I'm, you're doing something on, else. I'm off on the show, or I'm off I'm doing something sleeping else. Sleeping around, yeah. You're right. actually really playing golf. <laughs> <laughs> you're saying that somebody would admit to sleeping around before they admit yeah, to playing do. golf. People they they do. They do. Do they? Yeah. I, I, I can't say that that's ever come up <laughs> as, <laughs> as a consideration in my life. That's excuse me. Anyway, as as golf, I think. I mean, you know, they say admitting it is the first sign like that you're you're ready to deal with it. Uh and no, it's the first it, sign of weakness, isn't it? <laughs> well, uh, well I think if you're lo- if you genuinely are looking for help, it depends on the how sympathetic she's gonna be towards you for that. Like I mean it obviously, you know, having an addiction to golf is a serious thing. Yeah. Um and it's not easy to come out about it. No, it isn't. There, there will be a stigma attached. Yeah, you know, if you're sure. a golf and I, I think it's up to each individual to decide in their own circumstance if Everyone's their different. situation suits being honest. Um, thanks for the nuke, Charlie. Uh, folks, write in. Let us know. Did it bomb or did it blast? It blasted. It blasted. Okay. We, we've established that that's the positive term then, have we? That, so if, oh, if you think <laughs> so, like, it just went up in smoke, but it was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So blast is now. If you wanted to say it was that's good, a good, that's a good point. It's a win-win, win, is it? Or, or bomb. <laughs> a nuke, a nuke should well, maybe, maybe we we'll check it out during the week and see. There's no way we can lose decide. this. Yeah. There's no so way if someone comes in saying it was an absolute bomb, we say thanks so much. We're delighted for the feedback. <laughs> and then next person, now what you want to say something? Yeah. Did you get the headline of the week? No. No, you didn't. Okay, no. so folks, that's another segment of the show that we're. <laughs> no, I did, I did, I did. Oh, you did. did you you just saw the first headline there. Now you've got to rip another page. Go on. Did you? What's, no, did you? You tell me. Oh, so it's all on me again. No, no this is your segment. It's not my segment. Tell me what's the headline. The idea was we see. Could you come up with the best headline? No, I didn't get one. But I'm looking at one here. Headline is "Kids, I've caught a big bomb." Sounds like a film. <laughs> short film and <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the actual story it's like, it, actually it's like the um, what's that that honey I blew up the kids yeah that's what I'm saying you know honey I have a bomb sure. whatever okay, I have a bomb no but what's it about <laughs> I was really playing golf and I told you I was cheating on you um, I don't know what it's about it's a, a dad told his children run for your lives after reeling in a live bomb on a fishing trip wow Danny Tackery 31 was using a high powered magnet <laughs> when he landed the World War II mortar shell, then this lad was bringing his kids fishing. What was he, he fishing? Was a magnet. That's like the time we went fishing in the canal. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know. That, there you are. Metal, it's like an equivalent metal detection thing. Maybe he was just fishing metal out of the, the canal. <laughs> maybe he was doing civic duty. <laughs> yeah, getting up to all the Or maybe he's a time traveller sent to recover a bomb he knew was Did there. you know <coughs> that there was a lot of news articles this week about supposed time travellers? Did you come across that? I didn't actually, no. Okay, there's a lot like, you know, a time traveller from 2049 with a video of Los Angeles or whatever in 2049 and the phone he's using is, is a contemporary phone, obviously. 
Well, but there was a couple of time traveler stories that came across this week. Yeah, and and that didn't feature at all. Even though yeah, I thought there, you, you any week you get a time traveler story, don't you? You know, you go onto YouTube. Have you seen that video of an old fashioned uh, line of factory workers coming out of work, and there's like a woman, and it looks like she's on a mobile phone talking into a mobile yeah, phone? Yeah, I think like I've that, seen. Yeah. I've seen a few of them. So yeah, I'm sure I've come yeah. across that one. Yeah, they're very good. They're they are very good. Yeah, yeah, it makes you wonder. It does. But I'm sure there's reason and rational explanations. Yeah. Yeah, of course, she had a two take. Because yeah. if you if you yeah. if you left something behind, you just go back and fix it, wouldn't you? <laughs> Potentially, or maybe it's to climatize the time travel. Who knows? It could be a plot. It could be nothing. Maybe we they never know. got back to the future. <clears throat> there we go. Maybe never. Maybe got back maybe to the that future. maybe that story ended there. There you go. Um, Charlie, I like it. Headline of the week: Kids, I caught a big bomb. Shall. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to introduce a new segment to the show. Without and telling us, <clears throat> planning. No, I'm going. To, it's called. Did you know? <laughs> Great title. And, and did you know? It's basically me saying, "Did you know?" And then giving you a fact. So it's like Ripley's Believe It or Not. <laughs> but, no, no, no. You have to believe it because it's a fact. <laughs> Goalie's crunch. So this is, this is, I'm instantly skeptical. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. No, I think yeah, Bruno, you probably have heard of this. Walking through a doorway can cause memory lapses. That is why sometimes when we walk into another room, we often forget why we went in there, why we even went in there. Now, I'm sure you've all experienced that. You've walked into a room, you're like standing there like a fool thinking, what did I come in here for? And you back out again and you go, oh yeah, and then you come back in again. Have you ever yeah. experienced that? The door, is, the door is like a portal. <laughs> it's like a <laughs> transporter. <laughs> uh, have you experienced this? I have experienced that, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't... I didn't walk through a door at the time, but yeah. yeah. What yeah first of all, I thought like you <laughs> meant walking through a door. You <laughs> yeah. meant walking through a doorway. Yeah. <laughs> like walking through a door, right? An image. Like you. Oh, like breaking down the door. <laughs> yeah, like of some kind of molecular. <laughs> you wake up about four hours later, you know. No, <laughs> no, like walking through a door, a door frame, like a doorway. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you've experienced this. Have you experienced this? Does it, does it have to be a doorway? What ever walks through a door? door? It could be a stairs. It could be a stairs. Yeah. So you're changing it. It's an entrance into a new environment. Right. So it could be a Space. door, a window. You could, you could literally, it's once Swimming you go from door. one place to another. Yes. Okay. So what's your point? Have you experienced it? can cause memory loss. I've experienced it all the time. I, I wish I was experiencing it right Bruno, now. Have you, <laughs> we're trying to, the fans are dying to know, did you experience it? I have. Of I've course. Of course, it. yeah. Of course, yeah. 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 But yeah. they reckon that this is actually a natural uh Completely natural thing by the brain, the human body. It's 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 just an indication of how the brain actually works. They call it the doorway effect. And uh, what it says is new research from University of Notre Dame psychology professor Gabriel Radvansky suggests that passing through doorways is the cause of these memory lapses. Entering or exiting through a doorway serves as an event boundary in the mind, which separates the episodes of activity and files them away. So because you're going through a new doorway, your brain is thinking, okay, that past experience is done and starts kind of archiving it. And then you walk in and you're like, you actually forget why you ever went there. And then you go back out into the other environment and because that was, it was archived. Because that, that's where it was. <coughs> it's a phenomenal. It's a very, phenomenal. very interesting psychological experiment, yeah. Yeah, so amazing. I mean, men are more prone to it then, is that what you're saying? Because that's isn't that the male thinking? Like, males think in boxed terms, like, you know, I'm in work, I'm doing my stuff like this, and you put your, your work, you open the work box and you do your stuff. But then when you're leaving work, you close your work box, you go up and you do your drive, you know, your drive home, yeah, your driving thing. And so we're very, 
we're very boxed and whatever, we're like yeah. that but women aren't so we're, does that mean that they're I less, don't know does they that don't give any less? statistic is in, in relation yeah, it'd be to interesting to see if there was a difference in men or women yeah it, it's crazy um, but they don't give any reference it's 100%, maybe it's 100% of the room here that, that uh, we all felt it yeah we all felt maybe, so, maybe yeah. it's something that you can look into for, into us for uh, uh, Bruno in 1990 a woman gave birth on a plane with the help of a recently graduated gynecologist and the baby then went on to become a flight attendant at the same airline, Turkish Airlines. What's it called? Turkish Airlines. It's not like a chocolate. That's <laughs> no, like a Turkish delight that you're thinking right. of. It's an airline, like a normal airline. Um, From Turkey. Yeah, it operates in a lot of places. Um, but that? So the baby yeah. went on to be a flight attendant. The baby that was born on the plane. Born in that environment. Ended up becoming. So that's the question. Is it just a known news story that, like, where did he even get this information? Like, and why is it in the news? Or is it a case of it's amazing that was her destiny? Like, she was born on a plane, she was always going to be on a plane. But that isn't that like saying a nurse or a doctor or a midwife they were born in hospital and they ended up becoming a hospital? (laughs) (laughs) That would be an achievement. Yeah. yeah, you know, what it I mean? is interesting. Yeah. It is interesting. But I, I don't know, though, is it? Like, no, you're I saying, think it, is that it's even, like that. Uh, like, it's in it's, it's, just it's part of your story, isn't it? Like, I mean, it's in your brain. Like, I mean, uh, I was born on a plane. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so oh, maybe I, I like planes, or, you know. Yeah, maybe uh, the knowledge of it actually draws you back to it, not the actual experience of it. Maybe. Like that guy you brought up earlier, an Irish fella who'd never thought of climbing a mountain before. And then he hears about some lad who died climbing and a mountain. And, and yeah, so now he has to climb that mountain. Yeah, well, it's, it's 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 interesting. I think it's a bit of a no news article. No, it is, and and listen, all this is uh, <laughs> like you know, well, this is anything only unusual facts. Addiction. Uh, well, no, the, the other the, the proper segment of the show is great, but this is just a little one. Uh, and this is what I found interesting, and it's not much really I want to talk about on it, but I thought I'd mention it. I mean, honorable mention, honorable mention. Uh, back in the 1980s, people were able to download video games from a radio broadcast by recording the sounds onto a cassette tape that they could then play on their computers. Did you notice? I did, because I don't know. Did you? Mm, of course. Yeah. Bruno, that's why we brought you along here today, <laughs> because you have done absolutely everything. So how, what was the game? How did you, that's oh, what, but the technology rubbish. behind that, before we even get into it, is, is astounding for eight, 1980s. Very advanced. Because yeah. we don't even do that now. Obviously, there's probably more efficient ways of doing it. Well, the game is that why your Commodore 64 used to go... Exactly. The sounds that were being loaded in there, like that was all part of it. You could literally... You could actually... If you had your, your game on... Like, it was cassette tape games. You had them, and you literally... Um, you literally had those double cassette things. Yeah. You put it in for one, you play the, uh, the other thing. It plays it, and the other thing just records it. Boom, that's the game recorded. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we used to trade. Yeah, so you need to make a blank cassette. You just use a blank cassette to record it. Off and the, radio. The, 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 the Well, the theory, you know, like, I mean, they're doing it over the internet or doing it over the that, radio. Yeah, that's exactly, what we used to do. It's it's exactly the same, because you used to record it. trade each other's Commodore 64 games and copy them and give them back or whatever. So you'd yeah. have a, a tray. Remember the black trays, the cassette tapes, holder things, and you'd have, like, all the originals. And I wasn't rich. I had, I had an Atari. You had an Atari? Yeah. Could you copy them? Yeah, they were the same, same concept. Yeah. But uh, that is amazing, isn't it? It's quite cool. You mm. know, think of it like, I mean, but those games are... Did it, did, did it work? It did, yeah. Yeah, they, they weren't. They, so they this weren't was illegal, obviously, then, this this lad going out over the radio. Because someone had gone to the trouble of making this computer game, and he was... I know, I'd say it was probably a, a facility. It could have been like a Game of the Week promotional thing or something. I don't think it was... 
illegally pirate radio or something. Perhaps it was. I, I don't think know. they were. I think maybe that's something else you can find out for us, Bruno, for yeah. next week. That is, um, that's a really interesting <clears throat> thing. No, it definitely shows how advanced and how forward thinking those people were. I like those guys probably were in and then the next wave of whatever the inventions were in the early 2000s of the internet and so on. They have to have been those, those they have to have been involved in some way, wouldn't they? You would think so, so far. You definitely think so. That's actually a really interesting thing. You just threw that in at the end. I find that fascinating. I remember those games, they'd send ages loading up. You'd go out and play or something. Yeah, and yeah. like you'd play football manager. Well, one game we called Midnight Resistance, and it drove me mad because you had to try to beat this tank, and I could never beat the tank. And you have to sort of rewind it to the other point to press play to load up again. And I'm getting so frustrated, you know, when you're repeating and repeating, yeah. but you're willing to sit there and wait. Uh, and I eventually said to, I remember said to myself, this is the last time because if I don't get it now, I'm never going to get it. And of course, I got it. And I always remember for that particular reason. Yeah. Um, did you ever watch the, the clock counter? You know, you reset the clock of the, the rotations you used to do. And you knew once it got to, like, you knew it took maybe 130 rotations. <clears throat> yes. The, the set, yeah. the, on the side of it. Yeah, and if there's two games on How, how close is it? How close yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Or if there's two games on the same team. Yeah, you know where to go to. Like, on. Yeah. You'd rewind all the way to the beginning, reset the clock, forward at the rotations, and you'd start there because you knew that was the second game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, we're coming to the end of the show, folks. But I, I just and I'm sorry uh, for for making you wait this long because we we got a bit of correspondence in from uh, apparently a life long term listener, uh, Mr. Buzz M. Holloway. A life long for a long term, a long a, a long time listener. So he his letter says, "Hello, Goldie and Charlie, long time listener here. I was delighted to see the podcast returning for another season. Well, thank you very much, Buzz. We appreciate that." He says, I moved to County Limerick in Ireland a number of years ago with my life partner, Georgia, after we were married in our hometown in Pickerington, Ohio. Over the years, Georgia and I have traveled all over Ireland and have been in Dublin many times, particularly when friends and family come to visit. Obviously, we're here in Dublin and friendship is so important to us. And we find that after time apart, friends, when we meet, it is as though we never left Pickerington. And Pickerington sounds like a phenomenal place that I would love to visit. Uh, he finishes by saying, I'd love to hear your insight into who your best friends are and what friendship means to you in an upcoming episode. Warm regards, Buzz. Now, I think that's probably one of the better letters we've ever got in on the show. It, it's a lovely story. There's no abuse. <laughs> There's no abuse. Uh, but Pickering thing just sounds like a really nice, nice small place town. To yeah, like yeah. what image are you getting? In You're your getting that small place. village, Stranger Things kind of. Yeah, vibe, ET, you know, that yeah. kind of little people not welcome. It definitely has a 1950s diner. It does, yeah. doesn't it? It definitely yeah. does. And a cinema where they, they have a guy up in a and a ladder <laughs> changing the yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah. And the DeLorean flying by at eighty eight miles yeah. an hour. Students getting shot in the university. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's what you picture uh, or imagine. But I, I I just felt it like we get a lot of correspondence in, obviously. Yeah, I, I think this was just one that So he's asking who are your friends? So I'm yeah, really excited. And the real question tell, tell is, into your best friends out here, and what I, I don't want to get into who our best friends are, oh, okay. uh, but what I'm really interested in is what friendship means to you. And that's an interesting subject to close the show on, I think. Bruno? Yeah. Um, well, friendship, like, I mean, you know, it's, it's probably overrated, to be honest. Wow. Okay. Is it? Maybe. It may be. I mean, I think... Are, are you setting yourself? It's like marriage. Are you setting yourself up for for way you know, more important for than marriage, we, for being disappointed? Which friendship happens naturally, whereas marriage, you arrange it, you plan yeah. it, and all that. You, you friendship, give it, you yeah. give a dowry. Yeah. You give a dowry. Yeah. 
But like some sometimes you have to pay people to be your friend too, you know? That's Anne Frank. Yeah. Be one. No, I would totally so disagree. You're, you're saying you, you you wouldn't value friendship. I do, but I, I have I, I I'm I'm nervous about it. You feel like you're gonna get your heart broken. Exactly, is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Charlie? I I love friendship. I think it's more important than anything in life. <laughs> um, the best moments in my life have been shared with my friend. In fact, in this very room. With these very fucking ruffled collars in front of us. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I would totally here. disagree with Bruno. I think friendship is everything. What's what's the chap's name who emailed to us? Uh, Buzz M. Holloway. <laughs> Buzz. Okay. Um, yeah, Buzz, friendship is everything to me, and it's it's what's kept me going. And it's what I, what you know, when I imagine myself now in about 40 years at the age of 78, lying in a hospital bed or retirement home, and my personality slowly being drained from me, my memory slowly being drained from me, and the things that I think would be last to go, like, fuck your kids, fuck your job, fuck your love life. It's friends. It's the funniest moments in your life that you'll remember. And that's and you hope that's the last memory to go. Whether I hope or not, I genuinely think it will be. Yeah, I think it's it's the things that define who I am. I I can honestly say my friends know more about me than anyone else. I mean, <laughs> well, I think that's kind of true of most people. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like your friend is going to know you better than a complete stranger. Then, then like. Strangers, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. But yeah. no, we get what you're, we get the sentiment. Um, so, so, you, so, yes, so what you're saying is you've got the perfect story. You know, friendship. You're happy with it and all yeah. that. Yeah, that and it's not noise. perfect. That makes, that makes me feel like I've been living a tragedy all these years. But it, it can come along at any time. It can come along because you feel like I, you I experienced would, that. I would it? like to be like that. But like you know, when you're hurt like that, it's it's difficult. Do you think that you reach a certain age of your life that you stop making new friends? Yeah. No, because I have had different friends at different points. But mm. I don't. I don't have. I don't think of any of the friends I would have had from school. Realistically. Right. Are yeah, you, I, I get that. Um, do you? Well, yeah. uh, Anto, Anto, you meet up with him all the time. Oh yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, that would be kind of the one, and, and another, another one maybe, but it's it's a rare occasion. So you're saying so friends, you've you've history there, like it's almost like they're in different time zones to a certain extent. Of different, your life. Well, no, different I, periods I mean, of your life. I get that because in different roles, different I, I would like to, to have that rollover and that, as you say, memory at the end. But I just, yeah, and I really, I that's what I strive for. But like the more you go and try and achieve it, the more you get your heart broken. Of course, yeah, if you're actively. Looking for it. It's like when you're going out to get a girlfriend and you they just know you're desperate. Yeah. Do you, do you feel do you feel like <coughs> your current friendship with, with us here at uh Midnight and Baghdad will at some point be just a footnote in your history and times of your life with friends? Because I, I'm I'm sure you're quite content now, but yeah. I'm sure you felt like that before. That's what you're getting at. Exactly. It? Yeah. So what what do you think is your outlook? I think I maybe I was as responsible for the losses of those other relationships too. So I don't know if my life is going to change as drastically as it has done since I was younger. So there's a possibility from now on that it will happen. And I hope it does, but you can't help. You want to have that friend in the retirement home, taking the piss out of all the old ladies. Yeah. Yeah. And I get that. It's a powerful, powerful. It is. I mean, you know, Charlie, you know, you bring a tear to your eyes the way he talks about it. Yeah, no, and I only have, he, he, I have he, only one person that is that. 
that is that friend for me. Yeah, but I think you, you know that you have that forever. Until he dies again. Yeah, is that is that one friend kind of like the Clapton? You just can't get rid of it. <laughs> no, but is that like is it that, that kind of feeling? Burns a little every so often. Yeah. But obviously, you want to. You're you're obviously guarded. You're protected about. Yeah. But you're trying to make it work. Yeah. And you're doing everything you can, and that's probably why you're here tonight. Maybe it is. Maybe it is, and it's maybe it's, 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 it's like psychology. I think the harder you try, the more difficult it is in this case because you're conscious of it. You're act. It's like it you will said, become natural. Your friends, it will become natural. You've got friends from school, and you don't keep in contact. I find those friendships for me are very forced in my life that I have to make an active effort, or it doesn't come naturally. And the harder I try, the more awkward I feel with them. You know, you end up talking about the same stuff the same few memories you've had and they could have moved on in their lives dramatically. You just revisit. You just revisit the same stuff. It's like time capsule. Yeah, yeah because you haven't, that's the only thing you have in common yeah. at this point. Yeah. You know? and, and Goldie, what about you? Uh, it's going to be very hard to follow what, what Charlie said and I, I feel the very exact same. The same. It's, <laughs> Thank it's, God. No, but it is. It's about having it's about Anto. About Anto. It's, it, no, but it is. It's about being able to tell somebody <coughs> how you feel it's about being able to tell somebody your deepest darkest secrets like you know your people might ask you how are you and you'll say you're fine or you'll say you're okay but that one friend will be the person that knows that maybe something isn't right or maybe you know there's something there that i know that they don't know and that you're you're, you're confident to be able to build up that enough trust to be able to say that to people and they truly know who you are i think that's very very important um because we all need something like that in life. Yeah. And I think we long for that kind of person to be able to do that to. Um, and then obviously all the fun and stuff around it, but I think deep down it's just having that that support and that person there, I think. You know? But I won't be revealing who obviously is oh, my best friend. What like would you say is the initials of them? <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we we give away no secrets here. Uh, but Buzz, we really, really appreciate your, your message. We hope to hear from you again and hear some many more messages and hope you, you enjoyed tell the show. Tell us Pinker, what is it, Pinkington? Pickerington. Is Pinkerington. Send us in a picture. T- yeah. Tell we'd us. Lo- we'd actually, well, he lives in Limerick, does he? He no. does, but I'm sure he's got photographs of it. Now, he does look like a kind of a late to middle-aged man, uh, a nice gentleman. <laughs> like um, yeah, well, a little bit older than us. Uh, a nice gentleman, but I'm sure he brought pictures from of course, home or he would have some kind of digital version of them. That we hope you can send us in, please, Buzz. Um, that's it really from me, Charlie. Anything you'd like to say before no, we go? It. Nice way to wrap up. Bruno. It's all from Bruno. Listen, it's been fantastic having you on the show. We hope Good uh, to be here. that you, you'll be here for many, many more shows and many more memories. Hopefully. Absolutely. I've been Goldie Metcalf. I'm still got Charlie Don. <laughs> and I'm Bruno, I'm Bruno Bowie. And this has been... Midnight in Baghdad. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app, free for iOS and Android.